With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is London calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. How are we doing? Good, man. Yeah, good. <laughs> Super excited. Aren't we? Aren't we? This is amazing, right? Starting to fill up. Fans in for this one. Bit of a it's, difference. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think that's what we lost in New York, yeah. wasn't it? It was the fact that we seen Connor Khabib come to head to head for the first time, but there was no fans there. And Connor kind of cra- came off like a crazy fucking drugged up lunatic. Yeah. Because he was trying to set this high tempo, trying to keep the energy levels high, but because it was literally a room full of critics, journalists, call them what you will, he got no feedback and it was. It, the whole thing felt weird. Yeah. Whereas I think today, this is what Connor lives for. Yeah. Did a great job of keeping the energy up, though. I mean, because he feeds off the energy of the fans, and I think he's obviously going to get that here today. I think everybody I've spoken to so, so far in the building's Irish. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just Irish accents from wall to wall, which is it's going to be great when he walks out. I can't wait. But yeah. Oh, I'm seeing Khabib hats coming in now. Okay, it's getting exciting now. It's it's going to so be buzzing. fun. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen too many Khabib fans at the moment, but. At the hotel earlier when we arrived, there was a few hats and stuff like yeah. that. I thought, okay, this is going to get the atmosphere going. And to be honest, I think because of the magnitude of the fight, because of the, what a strong opponent Khabib is, I think even the Connor fans are going to give him a good response. Yeah. I can't see anyone getting booed here today. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I mean, I think everybody respects that these two are the, uh, the two best lightweights in the world, definitely. I mean, I'm interested to see what Tony Ferguson does. I think he's going to try and steal the show a little bit. Yeah. But, you know. So how's your week going so far? Since when has Anthony Showtime Pet no, has exactly. not tried to steal the show? <laughs> Showtime. So we've got four massive egos about to come on this stage. <laughs> Who's going to steal it? Obviously, Connor's, Connor's last on, so you'd expect it to be Connor. But yeah, right. so far, yeah, the week's been amazing. Obviously, the PI Today Performance Institute, yeah. pretty sick. Probably the best gym I've ever been to in amazing. my life. Amazing. Um, it was just nice to be wandering around in there with you, and it was like, Here's Luke Rockhold getting a massage. Here's Kamari Usman. That's all Luke Rockhold does. He was in the canteen and in the treatment center. He's told me twice already, and I've only seen him twice. He's told me twice about how good the knee massage is at that place. But yeah, no, he's an evening worker is what he told me. That's what he told Forrest as well. I had a good conversation with Forrest earlier today as well. This this will be a part of the podcast. Brilliant. As well, yeah, we're going to put that out as part of the podcast. This squad was a video. The whole podcast we've tied together, including Dan's sit down with Forrest. But nice to see you, Raya Faber, today as well. And you, yeah. I didn't even know there's a grapple tournament in town Friday night. Absolutely, four teams quintet. And Uriah Faber's excited because he's fighting. He's grappling with Sakuraba in his first match. I mean, what a dream come true. That is right? mental. And he's got Gordon Ryan on his team. I mean, he's got he's brought in a heavyweight, just a monster to take on Josh Barnett. Yeah. Then we've got the Polaris team coming over, taking on uh, uh, the Ten Planet guys Ten as Planet. well. So I, I'm I'm chasing tickets for us, Nick. Hopefully yeah, we'll be yeah. there. We'll be we'll be whispering from the back doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, Uriah Faber's coming out, Sakuraba! Oh my God! Just to get to see Sakuraba compete <laughs> right. live for me, that Legend. is it. That's like a a bit of a bucket list. Yeah. So we've got to try and get there for that, but. Uh, even today, not the Performance Institute, you know, all the conversations, it all comes back to this. It all comes back to Connor versus Khabib and 
We're now a couple of days away. You're starting to feel it now? Starting to get the old butterflies going oh, a yeah. bit? Yeah, and I keep changing my mind. I keep going, ah, oh, Khabib's going to grind out a decision. Khabib's going to stop him late. Connor's going to catch him in 10 seconds. And I, I just, I can't pick it. I really yeah. can't. And they're the kind of fights I love. I don't like to be leaning so far toward, towards one way because I'm going into the fight expecting a particular outcome and that kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. You know? We had a bit of that in Dallas, didn't we? I think we both a went to Dallas bit. thinking... This could be down until his big moments. Woodley has, hasn't really competed the way he used to since he became champion. Yeah. And yet the best version of Tyron Woodley turned up and, you know, we got what we got. But but the thing is, just just going on from that, I kind of feel like a part of the reason why everyone was so high on Darren Till going into that week is because of how Woodley's been, been performing in his last couple of fights. Like, that's the Woodley that dominates the division and he's the champion yeah, yeah. for a long time. Of course. So it was, kind of, it was kind of unfortunate for Darren that he got the best version of Tyron Woodley that we've seen in, uh, you know, as a champion. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This I want to see Darren. Till. You, you, you mentioned a call-out earlier. You mentioned an interesting call-out. Yeah, well, apparently Darren's come out and said he's definitely moving to middleweight. We'll get more on that next week. I'm sitting down with Darren on Tuesday. Um, but Darren's moving up to middleweight, and no sooner as he announced it, Tom Brees goes and calls him out in an all-UK wow. clash. So two former welterweights doing it at middleweight. I don't think there'd be a ticket left going if that was a no, UK right. fight. What a main event that would be for the UK next Imagine year. Imagine that. London, London in, at the beginning of the year. That'd be amazing. And Battle of Britain as well. Uh, and, you know, I will say one thing. Fair play to Tom Brees. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's come through some psychological hurdles to yeah. get, get back get back in the octagon. But, well, he was Darren Till two years ago. He was Darren Till. He was the welterweight from the UK we were all excited yeah. about. And it just didn't happen for him. But he's gone away. He's reinvented himself as a middleweight. And he obviously thinks, you know what? If Till's coming up, let's do it. Let's yeah. have a shootout. Yeah. It's a win-win for Tom Brees. Absolutely. And, and you've got to think that he's looking at Darren Till thinking, I've got all the skills that he's got. The missing ingredient was that confidence. Yeah. So maybe this is him, you know, exercising a little bit that confidence for the public benefit. Just yeah. so we, I'm excited. I'm always excited to see Tom Brees fight. I think he's an absolute beast. Me too. I yeah. mean, he dispatched Dan Kelly pretty comfortably. You know, real sharp striking, great. But I mean, he'd have probably done fairly well in boxing, wouldn't you think? As Absolutely. Well. Yeah, yeah. Great hands, good feet. But as you say, he's got that grappling game to fall back on as well. Yeah. So which is so undervalued by him. He looks big and strong as a middleweight. So. Exciting when that does happen, both these guys moving up, of course, but obviously the next couple of days are all about these two fellas, Khabib and Connor. Now, I wrote an article for BBC Sport, which went up this morning, obviously directed towards Connor and where Connor's strengths are and what a big moment this is for him. And obviously in the breakdown, you've sided with Connor, and we've both come in for a bit of flack about it. And the weird thing is, I've got flack today from Connor fans saying, oh, you're playing down. You're playing down uh, Khabib's, you know, uh, <laughs> Connor's kryptonite now as well. He's not just the other way around. And I'm like, you can't win. Can't you can't win, win sometimes. You can't yeah. win. No, you can't. But, I mean, uh, even 45 minutes of a breakdown, I still didn't feel like I said everything that needed to be said. You know, you can't celebrate these two guys in 45 minutes. There's just there's too much to talk about. You yeah. Know? What do you think we're going to see today then? What do you think we're going to get from Khabib? I, I reckon I reckon Khabib's going to going to show us some some pad work. I think he's going to show us some slick hand combinations. I think he's going to try and at least validate himself for the fans here in attendance today that he can strike with Connor. Yeah. I think Connor's going to show some unorthodox movement. I think he's going to show us some things that he's been working on through training camp that can kind of give us a little bit of an insight, but also hide the true tactics of how he's yeah. approaching this fight. Yeah, you know, I think he'll bounce out here pretty wild. Wild, like I think him in New York. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kicks, a lot of wild movement, a lot of spinning stuff. He's gonna be high energy, really excited. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it'll be it'll be traditional Connor, and I think I think Khabib will be as stoic as he has been all week. You know, he's keeping himself to himself. He's not giving Connor anything to get his teeth into. You know, 
They're just polar opposites. They're right at each end of the spectrum, aren't they, when it comes but, to combat you know, I, athletes? I, I put this in the article. Stylistically, they're at polar opposites as well. Yeah. You know, one's a real deep base grappler, grind that takes you down, beats you up. The other one's a tall, upright southpaw, heavy hands, heavy kicks. You know, this is what this sport was invented for, wasn't it? Yeah. Who's the best? Sumo or karate or taekwondo or, you know, kickboxing or boxing or sumo? What's the best? Striker or grappler? Right. We're going to find out. Dagestani wrestling or crumbling oh, boxing? I mean, which one is it going to be, right? Which one's going to be? That's what it's be? all about. Yeah. Uh, Rumours of Noah, obviously, everyone knows who Noah is now, taking Connor on the pads, still to be confirmed <laughs> in the next few hours. What a fucking master <laughs> yeah, that would be, right, by the it. way. That's the kind of game that Connor would play as well, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of game he would play. Yeah. Absolutely. This is great. This is filling up nicely. Yeah. So for those of you that are watching the video, how, how are you liking my hat? I mean, like we're going full Vegas this week. Absolutely. Got the Dodge Charger. I found sport mode today on the car as oh, well. So we're going to have to get out into the desert a so bit So yesterday we were leaving a multi-story car park yesterday after Dan went and spent, what, $2? Dollars, $3? Dollars? Yeah, $3. $3 on his uh, Hunter S. Thompson tribute hat. There we go. Um, and we were literally fucking doing semi donuts around the car park <laughs> just to leave, just because we could. So it was, yeah. a, it was a cool experience, man. It's a beautiful Apart from the vehicle. fact we've got six foot four fucking lanky legs over there, yeah. so unfortunately I ended up in the back of the Challenger. So we well, was weighing us down as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll so chase we'll, him today. Yeah, yeah we'll, get, we'll get a few diet donuts today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Next couple of days, then. How do you think it's? Uh, you know, the media day tomorrow. I've heard today Khabib was already threatening, saying, "Listen." If he's late for this media yeah. day, for this press conference, I'm going, I'm fucking off. Do you think that could happen? Yeah, absolutely. He said it to me yesterday when I was interviewing him. He said, if on, if on press conference day, he doesn't show up on time, I'm leaving. He said, I'm not playing those Conor McGregor games. I'm not, I'm not accepting the fact that I'm living in his world for this fight. I'm the champion and he's going to come into my world. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, strong, it's a strong state of mind to be approaching this one with. And I, I, I do think that, I do think he's, he's had a, a real conscious thought pattern before he approached this fight. You know, what does Conor need in order to be at his best? Yeah. And I'm going to take away as many of those things as possible. Yeah. So basically, when it gets down to the fight, all he has to do is to take away his technical attributes as well. And then, then he's there. And he did say he's going to use fatigue as a weapon. Of course. He's do you think use, there's, uh, there's been a while at AKA, certainly around Khabib, because of who Conor is, you know, the biggest star in the sport, he's the money-generating machine that he is. This is kind of making me reminisce now about when Chris Weidman beat Anderson Silva. When I spoke to Chris Weidman's team backstage afterwards, they were saying, we've built an Anderson Silva defeating machine. We're not building the next middleweight champion. We were never building this, or we're never building that. We built someone to beat Anderson Silva. Yeah. And I kind of think maybe that's what the rhetoric is with Team Khabib. They've built someone to beat the biggest star in the sport because if Khabib wins Saturday, let's be honest, chances are he's going to get a rematch. Yeah. And then he makes even more money. And at yeah. the end of the day, that's the bottom line. That's what this sport's all about. I think I think we're seeing that more than more than anything when when we've got a, um, a a division that's dominated by one champion. Like you look at flyweight, Demetrius Johnson was at the top for so long that everybody else in that division was effectively training to beat that one individual. Yeah. And because he set the bar so high, it raised everybody else's game. The difference here is that both of these guys feel like they've got the skills to dominate. They've got skills in opposite ends of uh, of the sport. You know, you've got McGregor who wants to keep it at range. Khabib wants to drown you with pressure. Yeah. And they're both showing up like, this is my world, this is my belt, and I'm going to do me. And I find that so so much more fascinating because they both feel like they're bringing their strongest skill set to the table, and they feel like that's you know they're the that's, they've got the top trumps that are going to win. Yeah, man, it's fun, isn't it? Oh man, it's a good I'm one. So excited! Don't right. miss it. We're going to be all over it next couple all of days. It. Stay tuned. Fight disciples, full reptile radio. 
plenty of videos on YouTube, Instagram, social. Make sure you check out Dan's challenge, yeah, it's a beast. <laughs> nice one. And right after this, I'll be dropping the Forrest Griffin interview. So I apologize for any randomness, but it's hilarious. Make sure you check it out. <laughs> Thank <tuned>. you, guys. <laughs> All right, Forrest Griffin, sitting in your office at the PI. Yes, nice, I know. It's an amazing office with the cardboard boxes. <laughs> only He's, only one live scorpion ever found in those cardboard boxes. Just the one? Just the one. But you put but, that live scorpion there just to test everybody no, else? No, no, no. Right? They, uh, you know, they like cardboard, man. Cardboard, dark, cold spaces. Yeah, I don't. like cardboard and dark, cold spaces. <laughs> so... We don't have scorpion problems in the UK. No, but you used to live here, though. I so did. You, you I know did. about the scorpions. I had black widows living under my car, in, in my garage, my old classic car. I didn't even know that they were specific uh, to this area. Is they that right? No, we had black widows. They're deadly. I know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Stayed, stayed away from them. So we've not got long because you've got all no, kinds of yeah. stuff. It's busy week. So uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the fights this weekend? Might as well. Yeah, There's let's talk about it. So I've what do you reckon? Main event? How are you uh, feeling? Main event. Let's see. So... <laughs> I was doing a breakdown, and uh, you know, oh, you've got notes. I mean, you're... well, I, well, I was just actually going to pull up the fight card. Right, right, right. Um, but no, so got you know, best striker UFC, arguably at least the fifty pound, fifty five pound division by far, the best grappler in UFC, most likely. Maybe, maybe DC his teammate gives him a run for the money currently. Um, so one thing I would say is if you, let's look back at the Chad Mendes fight. Granted, that was a million years ago, but we don't have a ton to look at of Connor facing good wrestlers. Yep. Right? Um, a little German guy fought, wasn't really yeah, a wrestler. Yeah, Dennis Seaver. No, he's, not, a, he's a judo guy. Right. Now, yeah. he, but he's trying to, you know, that's not his bread and butter. So anyway, um, uh, granted, Connor only knew for a week that he was fighting Chad Mendes, so he probably didn't wrestle, prepped to wrestle a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, but he did get taken down relatively easily. He hung on to guillotines that weren't there. He tried explosive techniques with no end result or no plan on how to get out when they failed. Um, he got hit a lot in that fight, too. And, you know, Chad's got little bitty arms. He did do a good job of getting out from under uh, Chad. But if you think about the ease at which Chad took him down, and granted, he was setting him up by landing some shots to the head. Chad was did a decent job there, but um, you know, you get taken down by Khabib. That could be it. Man. Yeah, right. That could so, be packing in. Do you think it would have been a different performance, a different fight, if Mendez had had a full training camp? Yes, but yeah. then I think also that Connor would have trained to fight a wrestler. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah As opposed point. to being trained for. Jose Aldo yeah. for that fight, right? Yeah. So, so what are you expecting from Khabib in this fight? Do you, do you think the the concern for me is that a he won his well, last fight predominantly off a jab, and b he's unbeaten, so he's got that unbeaten confidence, which might walk him. He won his something. last fight. Per, well, he won his last fight with the threat of the takedown. Yeah, but then like the first first two rounds, he landed a couple of takedowns, but after that, he started to fail. Like you, like Iaquinta defended a lot of his takedowns. I don't know. That, yeah, you've been listening to Joe Rogan too much. <laughs> I honestly feel like it's true. He was like, "Oh my god, oh my this god. is headed straight up. That is a boxing one hundred two. He didn't take the course. What the? No. Uh, so I don't worry about that. Okay. I feel like that was him playing. I felt he looked comfortable. And he wanted to see, you know, all right, I'll box with this kid a little bit. Let's see what happens. I feel like if he wanted to, like, 
put the pedal down, he could have potentially taken him down. Who was he even supposed to fight in that fight? Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson. Got so, yeah, I mean, there was a, so a different, you know. I just kind of wondered whether he had the same kind of motivation because he, it had never been on his radar to face Aya Quinta. No, you no, know? no. Yeah. Kind of like, like when John Jones came back, was supposed to fight DC and end up fighting OSP. Yeah. And he just kind of coasted for 25 minutes. He did while doing incredible amount of damage to OSP. Well, yeah. Um, it's nice when you can coast I, and do that kind I of damage. I also feel like, well, in the John Jones will take that specifically – he had a little ring rust. He he mm. wanted to find his distance, and he didn't like fighting somebody that had the same distance he did. Yeah, like same thing with Gustafus Gustafsson. You know, he's like, whoa, this guy is also really long. Yeah. You know, and OSP's awkward as well. Oh, so awkward, right? right? So he's not, and OSP, not a guy that gets chinned or hurt a lot. I mean, I know Emir Latifi knocked him out, but that's a powerful dude. He, so he was never really hurt or out of that fight. You know, I don't think he'd ever been knocked out prior to the fight with Jones either. No. Um, so back to um, Khabib not setting up takedowns. If you're a Connor fan, that's what you want to look at. Yeah. So he, he doesn't he rushes it a lot. Yeah. And he does it off conditioning and he he's real good about if you do perchance get out from under him, he's real good at hitting you with that second and third shot. Yeah. But sometimes his initial shot is a little sloppy. Almost sometimes he'll dive at the leg. He'll catch a leg. He'll say, okay, this is fine. And then he'll transition and work his way, climb up you for an actual better takedown. Yeah. And if he can do that, fine. But I think he needs to do that early yeah. against Connor, Especially before sweat becomes a factor. Yeah, sweat. I felt like that worked against him in the Iaquinta fight. Because he was, he was diving yeah. and clamping onto a leg. Wow. And in the first couple of rounds. Yeah. I won't you know watch I mean? that fight once, but yeah, good yeah. point. There were a couple of moments where Iaquinta looked and like then the he would have liked well, Quinta was putting on in between rounds. Yeah. You've got to you've got to use baby oil though, right? I mean that's mm-hmm. it's a part of the game. No. <laughs> well, I mean Connor's going to want to shave for this. I don't know if he does. Right, but shave his legs. Yeah, I yeah. would shave my legs for sure. Yeah, if you're fighting a footlock guy or a guy that you know hangs on the legs, go ahead and shave him. You think that makes a difference? Out. Well, with footlocks, I know it does, but with wrestling, I don't know. Yeah. But you must need some like industrial yeah, hedge no, trimmers. That's why I don't. That's why I just don't <laughs> fight footlock people. It's because I can't be can't be bothered to shave these bad boys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, destroy razors. Yeah. So, um, you know, the other thing, even when Barbosa was Barbosa was beat up, he 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 just slipped out of the way of that knee. That could end the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel, I feel like with Barbosa because he's his game is predominantly kicking. Mm-hmm. As soon as Khabib got him running backwards, he just couldn't set anything nope. up. Yeah. Whereas with Iaquinta, because he's a heavy puncher and he's yeah. got a low base, he just kind of held back a little bit. He, and he you know did. I mean? He sat down. Al, Al Iaquinta, I think he figured out early. I'll take this jab over not being taken down. Thank right. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just sit here and I'll get jabbed a little bit as opposed to you know getting put on my back again. Yeah. What about the co-main, Tony Ferguson, Anthony Pettis? Who knows, man. All I know is Tony Ferguson's a freak. I love him, and he came back so quick from a major injury. Yeah. He just willed himself back. He willed himself with with sheer will and weird Eastern medicine. Yep. Weird Eastern medicine, that's for sure. I interviewed him yesterday. He's a a fascinating guy, but he goes off on some wild tangents. Oh, yeah. He reminds me a little bit. 
and and I don't mean this as an insult in any way, but like Diego Sanchez. Yeah, no, no, I mean? no. I I can absolutely see it. Yeah, but like Diego Sanchez, you can turn the volume up to ten on his weirdness, whereas Tony Ferguson's sitting comfortably around a six. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good comparison, actually. Though. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. Diego looked good in his last fight against uh, Craig White. Yeah, yeah. Good ground and pound, beautiful. Yeah, really yeah. Nice. I've seen OSP floating around the Performance yeah. Institute, so he's he's got Dominic Reyes this weekend. Yeah, good Dominic Reyes is in here too. Oh, is he really? Both, yeah. So what's that like? Oh, we yeah. mentioned it earlier, but mm-hmm. like fighters sharing the same space, do you get animosity just timing, between man. them? It's just timing, you know. Uh, it, so what happened, the one you're talking about is it was the same coaches and corner for a different athlete. So I had scheduled the athletes correctly on my end, but I did not realize that it was the same. There were the same coaches that these, those two athletes were talking about had the same coaches and that the other uh, athlete that, that that guy was fighting. So his coaches were still, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. Whoops. Didn't know that. Right. Yeah. So must be a bit of a challenge with this place. No, I mean it is, but, that's what I'm here for, right? Yeah, right. Security. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, um, it's the guy that directs the runway with the little glow. The, the paddles, the little yeah. glow paddles. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, you, me. that's me. That's <laughs> me. Um, fight week, you know. Little UFC glow sticks. Yeah, I can hey, see that. Well, What's I, it like? I love some glow sticks. How does it change when it gets closer to a fight week like this? Do you see a lot of difference with the PI, a lot more people coming in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good vibe, though. Like, I was in here, you know, till 11 last night, and people were going, working. It was, it was a, you know, I think... It's funny, athletes want to hang out here. I, I say athletes as opposed to guys is what my go-to would be, guys. But there's a bunch of women on this card oh, as yeah. well, so i got to watch that. You've been called on that too. Always. Uh, yeah. I'm always saying the wrong thing. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I got told off for calling them girls. Yeah. I, yeah. T- I don't like that either, though. Really? Yeah. I like women, yeah. See, girls and guys, I don't, you know, mm. it's not, it's not, a do- see, the thing is, like, when a group of girls are going out, when a group of women are going out, yeah. so say there's, like, a hen party coming to mm-hmm. Vegas for the weekend, they could be in their party, 40s, yeah. bachelorette, yeah, well, sorry. But they're the, one of the girls. They're the girls, moment. right? Yeah, yeah, at that time, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's circumstantial. It, it is circumstantial. Like, if you call me you're... a boy, I won't be offended. Yeah, I would, actually. <laughs> I would, like, what? Too much gray hair. I'm a man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but you're like 6'3", light heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, I'm I can still cut. I, I can smell still pass me. the boy. Yeah, well, if I'm yeah. wearing the right clothes. Flat peak yeah. baseball cap, you know. Yeah, yeah, that facial hair. That really cries boy. And the, the sleeve tattoos. I've coming through now. i got yeah. all kinds. We're both getting old, darling. I know. It's, what, it's, what's it like being it. an aging, retired fighter? Oh, it's all right. It's yeah. all right. It's funny. Like, we were talking about the good vibe. I wanted to start, like, training the last couple of days. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's just going. I want to do it. And I see Jacques Array, and he's talking about, remember when we used to spar together? He's <laughs> like, I help you. I help you get ready for uh, Quentin. I was like, yeah, you did, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. He actually, he, was, he would bomb a lot like Quentin. This is before he really even knew what he was doing. He was just trying to kill me. I was like, okay, I guess <laughs> this is good practice for the fight. <laughs> well, you've, you've got some competition coming up. You're grappling with evil Frank Mir. Oh my God! Evil yeah, Frank Mir yeah. as well. Not not the regular smiley Frank Mir that we all know, but like <laughs> yeah, the evil mean Frank, Frank Perhaps from the video game, I could yeah, be in trouble. You could. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, you know, I wish I had more time in the day, like everyone else. I, I would love to just do like an hour of jujitsu a day. Yeah. Go hard Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or maybe you know, whatever. Go hard two or three times a week, and then just drill and roll and. You know, volume roll, flow roll, and learn a little the rest of the time. So what's your training looking like during a week now? Yeah. What well, are you doing? Um, yeah. 
It's a good question. I did a beginner class <laughs> at Syndicate yesterday. Right. Shout out to Syndicate. Uh, day before that, I did nothing. Day before that, I did nothing. Day before that, I rolled pretty hard for about 90 minutes over at Evan Dunham's gym. Okay. How's that place? Oh, it's great, man. Is it's it? great. He had some little, um, I can't some one of the, the what's the, starts with an R out of New York, the grappling tournament. The 150 per five pound and 170 pound champ was there, and he just guillotined me a lot. Is that right? Is yeah. he got Kyle Griffin over there still as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's a Kyle. Beast. Absolute beast. Well, I mean, you should just just be thirty pounds heavier than him. He's not that much of a beast. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I, I was never quite thirty pounds. Heavier. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, he's, he's uh, see. I actually think he's very technically good. Yeah, and not a beast. You know, like, ah, you know. Yeah. Because physically, I'm like, I'll push you around. Oh no, you're you're good transitioning no, he's, there. He's okay, good. he's yeah. slick. He's slick. Yeah. So, so you're not getting as much training in as you'd like then. Uh-uh. Which, which I mean, if you if I was here at the Performance Institute, I, I would feel like I'd be trying right. to get a good session in every yeah, day. But you're, yeah. but I you mean, would think that, yeah. right? And but then so you would busy. be like, oh yeah, I got to do my actual job in four minutes. Yeah, to do my actual job. Yeah, yeah. you have a meeting soon. I do. Yeah. yeah, important things. Make this place run. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. It, like you enjoying operations, it? Operations, getting the, getting the thing paid for. So you know. You're doing some studying at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm becoming both a uh, professional. Uh, you just uh, communicator and be like a fighter whisperer. This is how we're gonna do strength and conditioning. <laughs> this is your nutritional plan. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. Uh, it's basically. I have. I have. Uh, this is a podcast. You don't see this, but I have a pile of very intelligent, high-level books on my desk. You do. I, I, I wouldn't guess this was your office. I'm. If I I'm trying to prepare. Well, the disorderliness. You would. And the handwriting that's just marks the of chicken scrap and the scorpions <laughs> and cardboard boxes of mouthpieces. Thank you, Oprah, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm basically preparing for the job I already have, okay. which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So on-the-job training, every day I talk to nutritionists or registered sports dietitians, as they were, because they went to school and they had to do your internship at hospital. That's the difference between an RD and a nutritionist. Uh, hopefully within a year I will be an actual nutritionist. Wow. Yeah, so leveling up every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, you just try to improve yourself mentally, physically. You know, Got to. you don't, but then you just fight the degradation, right? Yeah. Well, so if I'm trying to mentally improve myself, I might be holding even. Yeah. So, so you, so you tread in water physically, but improve right. psychologically, yes, yeah. mentally. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. No, but I'm probably treading water. Would you like too. to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So whatever, whatever I'm learning about, you know. Creatine phosphate, uh, yeah, adenosine triphosphate, and diphosphates. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm losing that in what I used to know about like countries, geography, political science. You know, but I mean, anything that's being replaced has probably not been used for a while. So you're that's just a good clearing point. hard yeah. drive no, space. No, it's it's funny. I hear stuff like in history about the four former Soviet socialist republics. You know, the the stands as we would call them in college, and uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I studied that place. They have a population of six million people. But that's not even accurate anymore. And it's a funny thing, like, um, you know, a lot of those countries weren't Muslim, even when I was studying them in college. Really? Not predominantly. Like, uh, so Indonesia, like, it's like two-thirds Muslim right now. That wasn't the case when I was studying it um, 15 years ago, but... So all this surplus information you've got, you can just literally wipe that hard drive space because now it's it's not space. even accurate anymore. Perfect. Yeah, who cares about the Supreme Court justice? It'll affect us the rest of our life. But I can't be bothered with that shit. No, you've you got know? your own office. I, I mean, mean, I've got like adenosine triphosphate to worry about. <laughs> adenosine, excuse me. Yeah. So. All right. Before I let you go, yep. 
Do you want to predict this weekend? Do you want to give me any predictions? Oh, I've, I've done a great job of never disenfranchising myself from any fighter. Is that right? By, well, I work at the UFC. Of course. I'm here. Like, Connor's been training here. Yeah. Khabib's been using – Khabib's tapped into our services on several occasions. So, it would be remiss of me to ever pick one fighter over another. Yeah. So, Uriah Faber's out there. Uriah Faber. They asked him one time, who's going to win this fight? And he's like, oh, I think Tito's going to win. It was obviously fighting me, and I think Tito did win. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right, motherfucker. Oh, I remember that. Uh-huh. Shit. And yeah, I yeah. still remember that. It's been like 50 <laughs> years ago. So I'm, I'm very careful not to criticize fighters or even suggest that they might lose fights they're going to lose. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.